Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Dr. Vivek Murthy said COVID is the biggest threat to the workforce. He said he wants employee questions answered when it comes to vaccines. But ultimately, vaccine mandates are important and work. There are several state and city unions across the U.S. fighting the mandates. President Biden is returning to the White House today after a weekend at Camp David. He and his administration are getting ready to celebrate the passage of one of his team's priorities. Biden is set to sign the bipartisan infrastructure bill Monday. The more than $1 trillion bill will pay for improvements to roads, bridges, airports, broadband, and other infrastructure nationwide. Congressman Adam Schiff is happy former Trump advisor Steve Bannon has been indicted by a federal grand jury for contempt of Congress. This is an early test of whether our democracy was recovering. Mm -hmm. Uh, If our laws to mean anything, it has to be applied equally. The California Democrat told NBC's Meet the Press that he hopes this serves as a warning to former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, who also refused to honor a subpoena from the same committee. A Southwest Airlines employee is in the hospital after being punched by a passenger Saturday. It happened at Love Field in Dallas during boarding for a flight to LaGuardia Airport in New York. Dallas police say the passenger boarded the flight about 12.45 p.m. and headed straight to the back of the plane, where she argued with a flight attendant who told her to leave the plane. The passenger then walked to the the front and verbally fought with another airline employee before she punched that person in the head. The passenger is now facing an aggravated assault charge. And the number one movie in North America once again is Eternals. The Marvel superhero picture kept the top spot earning $27.5 million in its second weekend. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Medicare clarified. Turning 65, new to the area, losing group coverage, too many choices? Get a no-cost Medicare Basics consultation with your local trusted Medicare advisor, George Litchfield, at Litchfield Insurance Associates. People are calling 951-314-1949. I'll explain the difference between Medicare supplements and Advantage plans, outline eligibility, and assist you with the enrollment process. Compare the benefits of multiple plans and find one that saves you money. Remember, there's never any cost or obligation for our services. For a peek at some plans available in your area, such as United Healthcare, SCAN, and others, visit MyMedicarePlansNow.com. That's MyMedicarePlansNow.com. Then for an in-person or remote appointment with George, people are calling 951-314-1949 to get their Medicare clarified.
I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA, DNA did, did right, right by, by me. me. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. Hayward Environmental Consulting in Rancho Cucamonga reminds listeners that the American dream comes true with hard work and determination. Let's hold fast to the American spirit. It's time to return to the vision and competitive focus that has made America a world leader. It's time to mend our communities and our lives. It's time to get back to work. Let's unite with the promise of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's from Hayward Environmental Consulting. Better environment for a better tomorrow. Attention all business owners. Join Seize Candies, Big Lots, Dollar Tree, and the Spunky Steer at the Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands. Availability is now open for restaurants, retail, and more. Located between Alabama and the Tennessee exits where the 10 and the 210 meet, your company can be a part of over 60 retail shops, restaurants, and local businesses. The Tri-City Shopping Center is zoned for multi-use, so call today and schedule an appointment. Ask for Chris Bochamp or John Jennings, 951-684-4400. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands. The mall with a heart. Legacy 1050 AM, Southern California. NBCRadioNews.com. The following program is produced by the AM First Radio Network and distributed by Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I am Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosanette Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, Dr. Kiel Bashir, Andrea Rodeman. This week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our communities. This week, we'll be discussing the um, Kyle Rittenhouse trial, as well as discussing the uh, the killers of the Ahmed Arbery trial, which is also taking place as well. So I think I'm going to start by talking about the Cal Rittenhouse trial. Cal Rittenhouse basically is accused of um, going to the uh, 
the protests uh, in response uh, to uh, the not killing, but the when police actually shot Jacob Blake, at, he was a 29-year-old black man back in August the 23rd, leaving him paralyzed. So there was a protest on August the 25th in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, basically, Rittenhouse, who uh, is not from Wisconsin, drove across state lines with his mother with an AK-47 and advised that he was going there to help, from what I remember, he said he was going to help protect property. That's why he said that he actually went to the place. Well, he ended up, during the incident, uh, killing two people and fatally, well, not fatally, but injuring a third person. Um, basically, after the incident, he had... Um, drew sizable support from opponents of the Black Lives Matter movement and supporters of gun rights. Uh, the pro-gun conservatives helped raise $2 million for his bail and legal defense. And after he got out of jail, he was photographed with apparent members of the far-right Proud Boys, who I believe actually took him to some sort of, you know, tavern and, and uh, you know, treated him, I guess, as he was underage to some drinks or, or something like that. But at any rate, this case actually, I think, it exemplifies two things. I think the first thing that it exemplifies is I'm looking at, at you know, Cal Rittenhouse, because Cal Rittenhouse was an aspiring uh, police officer. That's, that's what, you know, he wanted to do. And the reason why I believe that that's really important and I believe that is significant is because I think Cal Rittenhouse fits the prototype of many of the individuals who end up in the criminal justice system, being police officers, being prosecutors, being judges, or being corrections officers. And that is why so many of those individuals can identify with Kyle Rittenhouse. Had this had not happened, had Kyle Rittenhouse not been involved in this particular incident, Kyle Rittenhouse would have probably been a police officer. Mm -hmm. He would have been one of those individuals that we see that spends a career, um, you know, uh, mistreating African Americans and other people of color. So that's the reason that that's what resonates with me when I think of Kyle Rittenhouse, and I think that that's why you get so much compassion from that judge, because I think that the judge kind of he can relate to Kyle Rittenhouse. And in this case, so that's the second thing that I think that this case really exemplifies is it's just it shows you really. <laughs> what the criminal justice system is really like. I mean, it shows you the biases, the the prejudices, the fact that you have a judge who made almost all of his pretrial motions in favor of the defense. Mm -hmm. What's interesting about that, and I know that many people may not spend a lot of time in courts or spend a lot of time, you know, in the... Um, in the criminal justice system uh, with trials, but I can assure you that's not the way it typically works. Almost always 
pretrial motions are always leaning towards or leaning in favor of the prosecutor. In this particular case, you have the complete opposite. You know, you have a prosecutor who is being admonished constantly mm-hmm. about the way in which he is conducting, you know, his, uh, uh, his trial, the way he is trying to prosecute the trial. You have um, a prosecutor who is not able to refer to the individuals who were injured in the case as victims. Now, that, depending on how, you know, that's not unusual. It's not unusual for, first of all, a defense attorney to ask that a prosecutor not refer to those individuals who are victims. In fact, to refer to them as a victim in front of the jury. That, that's not unusual. That is not out of bounds, and oftentimes a judge could use a discretion and could justify it. But what makes this situation um, unfair, and I hate using the word unfair, but makes it unjust and inhumane, is that they can refer to the victims as mm-hmm. looters. Mm-hmm. They can refer to the victims as people, and, you know, and, and just think about that. I mean, the reason why you can't refer to them as victims is because, you know, the trial is, is, is ongoing and to refer to them as victims could be, you know, it could it could create a degree of undue bias or prejudice by a jury. However, on the other hand, the victims, they've never been convicted of being looters. The, you know, that, that would be just as unjust. So I think that when you look at and you balance the the way in which he's conducting the trial in the totality of it clearly shows his clear bias in this particular case. But I think that what the takeaway is that it's it, you have the justice system on display. I mean, what you're seeing is you're seeing the justice system play itself out, and you're not seeing a justice system that's playing itself out in a um, – in an unusual way. Well, it's unusual because you have a white defendant who basically was accused of killing protesters relative to the uh, the Black Lives uh, Matter protests. That's that's really why you're seeing uh, the 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 prosecutor, not the prosecutor, but the the judge dealing with the case the way that he's dealing with it. I mean, it, it's extremely unfair and it's extremely you know unjust the way that he's doing it and it just clearly shows you really what our criminal justice system you know really is all about also what is really interesting about this case is the jurors you only have one black juror in this particular case mm-hmm. um you know and i've talked you know often about the fact that the jury system is really important in the criminal justice system because ultimately those are the people, those are the individuals who have the narrative that creates the outcome of all these cases. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we have to understand when it comes to, you know, the criminal justice system, I'm not saying that Cal Rittenhouse does not deserve a fair trial. Cal Rittenhouse deserves a fair trial just like everybody deserves a fair trial. But what is the glaring thing in this particular particular case 
is that fair trials are far and few between. You don't, mm-hmm. and that's that's what you have to understand. What you're seeing, if you lived in a bubble and did not truly know what happened in 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 the criminal justice system, you may not understand how uh, racist this particular trial is being conducted. I mean, you may think, well, you know, he's a racist, ju- but but you just don't know how racist this is because it just doesn't happen. Uh, usually judges um, and prosecutors, uh, and I know in this particular case, I don't, you know, as far as a prosecutor, you know, I, I guess he's doing the best that he can. I know that we clearly have seen the fact that there's nothing that um, – that the pro- that the judge has basically granted in his favor, he's just admonished him and been really unfair and unjust the way in which he he's ruled in the case. But typically, this is this is typical. This this is the your justice system on display, right? And so there we I want to do I want to just kind of like disconnect or kind of show that there's a difference between justice and the criminal justice system, right? And what do I mean by there's a difference between justice and criminal justice in the criminal justice system? Of course, justice can be very subjective, like fairness can be extremely subject, su- subjective. And and you know, when I'm when I use the word justice, I'm talking about the whole idea of humanity you know is it are we talking about something that's inhumane how do we get to a a fair and balanced system of humanity and so the criminal justice system is not a mechanism that allows us to get there it's kind of like a mm-hmm. it's it's almost like something that prevents us from getting there mm-hmm. it, it stands in the way the, ju- the the system the way it is is not allowing that justice to happen and i think that that's that's what we're seeing uh, in this particular case. And, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Ahmed Albury case, uh, the jogger who was killed in that particular case. So you also have one juror. What's interesting is that where this, that case is taking place in Georgia, there is a 26% African-Americans in that particular county. Mm-hmm. So with 26%, of residents of african-american residents in this in that county and you're only seeing one african-american clearly there's an issue and the issue about that uh about there being unfairness in a jury selection was brought to the judge's attention but he didn't act upon it mm-hmm. but at any rate please do not touch that dial we'll continue with justice watch on the other side of the break Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on the Gab Radio Network, all you need is your voice, and we'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network can be heard on our station on the TuneIn Radio app. Plus, we put all of our shows on our satellite, which is accessed by over 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are many means to connect to the Gab Radio Network remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So... 
If you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Small Business Advocate, Radio MD, and The Federalist, send an email right now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew where we're continuing in on our discussion of the Kyle Rittenhouse case as well as our discussion about the uh, trial of the Ahm- Ahmad Arbery killers. Now, I guess before we start having a mass discussion, I want to talk a little bit about the defense, about his defense, which is self-defense, and his crying. You know, I mean, he definitely was not crying. I mean, you know, I ain't never. He, he was he was ugly as hell. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see no tears or nothing. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh... I didn't see nothing coming out there. He just boohooing. You know, that was some serious. That was some serious theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely not. And and you know, it, and that's what that's what trial is. Trial is theater. And I mean, he's he's doing the theater in front of the. Um, mm-hmm in front of the jury. And uh, I think another thing that's really unfair, something that happens you know, oftentimes in, in, in court, is that you know, jurors take cues from judges. Yes, they do. And a lot of times when judges make certain decisions or do certain things, um, you know, they look at the judge and then it makes, like for example, admonishing the prosecutor in yes. front of the jury, then yes. basically what happens is that the, um, you know, the jury, you know, feeds off of that. And one of the other things that I wanted to bring in, and it's unusual that we're having this discussion because typically the discussion is about 
how the jury system is being unfair to someone, people of, of African-American descent. But I think the most important thing that comes out of this particular case, in my opinion, is the fact that, and, and, and you know, I, I, and I think that once sometimes we, we really need to understand the types of individuals that are in and call out individuals within this particular system. And, and, and I'm telling you, as I'm sitting here today, you have a lot of individuals in the system that are just like this individual. This is, this is what is, to me, is the glaring thing to truly understand it. Because as we're talking about trying to change things and talking about trying to do something to the system, you know, how can you change the system when the system is full of people like, um, like this individual, Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. That's that's who you have in the system. That's who you have many of these officers. That's who they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've just seen some really just, they're just, you know, it, it's almost like, you know, it, it's almost difficult to explain as to, I mean, just blatant, yeah. blatant racism in the system to the extent that you feel a lot of anxiety. I mean, these are really, really crazy people. Mm -hmm. And you, and you see them whenever they get an opportunity to exercise their power and you see like the rush, like the adrenaline of having sure. the power to make someone to destroy someone's life in the name of saying that you're protecting the public. You know, the, you know, so it, it's, it's a very unusual thing. And the thing that we, when we think about ultimately, what do we want to get out of this discussion? Because ultimately the discussion is the same discussion all the time. I mean, we, it's the same thing. It's just a, um, you know, it's like Groundhog's Day. You know, you wake up, it's the same discussion. You wake up, it's, you know, you hear the same thing over and over and over again, but yet and still, you know, we we have very little movement when it comes to really trying to um, figure out ways to deal with what's happening. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, we see what is happening. We see what this particular judge is doing. We see what they were talking about in the Ahmed Arbery case when they made that statement about, you know, um, the pastors and, you know, coming to, you know, uh, like black preachers. We don't want black preachers coming over here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the optics is like, you know, uh, you know, Al Sharpton being here. Who's going to come next? Jesse Jackson. You know, Jesse Jackson hadn't been there. So that that's kind of where we where we are with it. And the question is, now that we're at this point and now that we see what they're doing and we've seen it over and over again, what's going to happen? If the if this kid Rittenhouse is 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 found not guilty, what'll happen is that we'll we will march. Um, they will say that justice prevailed, and we'll go back to the same thing as soon as it's over. I mean, we might ultimately we could probably probably when the next thing happens, we'll forget about it, and then we'll go on to the next situation. We've already stopped talking about George Floyd already, so mm -hmm. you know. That that's kind of the way that that we're dealing with this situation, uh, you know. So so my thing is is that as as a people and as we're as we're dealing with it and we're we're feeling this level of of uh, 
you know, I don't know, you know, the, the level of powerlessness. The question is, we are in a state in our, in our country where we are really at a, at a very pivotal point. And when I say a pivotal point is, the pivotal point is our decision to make. Our decision to make is when are we, when are we going to stop allowing uh, these things to happen? And, so, and then the question would be, are we're not doing anything. We're not allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. W- you know, what is it that you can do to really make a difference in a situation like that, right? Are we going to protest? Are we going to go on social media? Are we going to, you know, talk, talk, talk? Or what are we going to do to really move and, and change something, really make, make a difference? we got all these people... But, you know, who's really talking? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And who's really going out? What is it you're going to do? What, what you, I want to go to you first. What you going to do? In terms of... In like, terms of saying that I'm not, this is not going to happen no more. You're not going to treat black folks like this anymore. The system is going to change. Are we going to go to some H-Rap Brown? Well, talk well, to me, man. Well, going to some Ace Rap Brown, you know, <laughs> I mean, it depends on how you define going to some Ace Rap Brown. I mean, you can, you can, you can go forward and say, I'm going, you know, I'm going to put, you know, put it down and propagate some violence, but you know, we know what the end results of that going to be. So you got to think wisely. So my, my, my thing is, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing as far as getting the message out to the people that something needs to be done. And that means coming to this radio station, doing what I'm doing here, as well as on the streets, being on the ground, teaching the youngsters, teaching the youth that this is what they're confronted with daily. You know, you can't just go out there and just put everything that you're going to do on the front street. Mm-hmm. You know, because then ultimately, then we we look at how many people that did that. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Okay, so what's up? What's up, Doc? You know, in all honesty, uh, brother Ali, I this is one time that I don't have an answer for you, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be straight up. I mean, you know, from one who has fought this system from the H. Red Brown approach <laughs> with a gun from one who's fought it all the way from the municipal structure. I truly uh, don't know how this normal is going to be broken, and uh, that's not saying I'm giving up in the process, but mm-hmm. I, I do not have the answer at this point. Mm-hmm. We've seen this thing repetitiously over and over and over. I don't know what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. What what you think, Rosa? You well, get some I feedback. Mean, I- I couldn't agree more with Mr. Richard. I mean, one thing that I'm not going to do, well, that I'm going to do is definitely not give up. Um, I feel like there's definitely a lot in the system that can change. You know, by becoming an attorney and becoming someone who fights for civil rights and people's rights, that's one way. But there's so much. It, this issue is so intersectional that there's, there's so much that needs to be changed. I mean, the fact that we still run this country Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, with from that original constitution that didn't even think that the black person was, was human, you know, that in itself needs to change. What's going to happen for that to change? Who knows? But all I can tell you is that I'm not giving up and that this is not really going to put me down and, and make me feel like, you know, it's impossible because I feel like there's so much work to be done. And even though, um, you know, it's hard to change the world and hard to change the nation, I think that it can start by changing our community, you know, mm-hmm. one person at a time. And mm-hmm. I think that the far left and the far right in this country are really ruining any sort of progress that we could see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we got, yeah. you only got 30 seconds. Oh, okay. No, it reminds me of the movies when you're going through war, there's one person that drops that flag, there's always another person that fixed up the flag to continue to move mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. You don't see that nowadays. Yeah. So it makes well, it hard for someone to pick that flag up once it's all dropped. Right. All right, please do not touch that dial. We'll be back for ju- with Justice Watch on the other side of the break. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. And we're continuing on our discussion uh, regarding the uh, Cal Rittenhouse case as well as the case of the killers of uh, Amar Arbery. So, you know, just going back again, I mean, before we went to the break, I mean, we were discussing, you know, what would be the, uh, the answers and how should we as a community, you know, move uh, from this point forward. I mean, it is a difficult, a difficult question. I mean, obviously, um, you know, we, we tend to do whatever we can to try to inform people about the way that things are really happening within the, within the, the system. Um, and however, even though we're doing, um, you know, we're, 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 we're advising people about what's happening, you know, I, I feel very, I don't necessarily feel like it is a lost cause, but what I do feel like is that I'm kind of tired of doing the exact same thing. I think that's where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, 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 you know, and the thing is, is that basically, you know, um, and, and when we ask those questions about where do we go next, I think that it is a you know they have in, they have instilled so much fear mm -hmm. in so many people mm -hmm. that number one they're fearful of number one saying what they're going to do but number two a lot of times people are just basically fearful of doing anything so mm -hmm. it's just like you know I mean and that's and they're using the system you know to do that there mm -hmm. has to be there has to be some sort of repercussions for you know uh, the uh, the way in which these individuals are, are treating people there's yes, got sir. we have to put something out there to to make them uh, to pay for it but it's just like I think that the the what I'm more disappointed in is based it, to be honest with you is sometimes the way that we oftentimes respond to what they're doing mm. I mean I, we have people that clearly that are within the system itself that could probably do a lot more to really make a difference and uh, and unfortunately, even though we do have people that were are within the system, whether they're white, black, or whatever they are, who truly understand what is really going on in the system, I mean, when are they going to stand up and step forward and 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 voice their opinions, you know, and 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 do what they need to do? They just continuously, you know, con I guess they feel like in their own way, let me do what I need to do, but but sometimes that's a way in which to you know, in many ways, um, justify things in your mind, but you do not want to put too much on the line. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, many people, you know, everybody can talk, mm -hmm. you know yes, what I mean? Sir. And everybody talks a really yes, good sir. game, you know yes, what I mean? Sir. As far as like what they're really doing. And sometimes, 
you know, you got to get, it's just like sometimes whenever there is, you know, something that needs to be done, you know, we have a lot of people in, in our community that won't even go out and protest until they get a cosign. And then so, once they get their cosign, then they'll go out there and, and they'll teach. do it without necessarily initiating anything. So, I mean, you know, I, I mean, we, we, we tend to, you know, we, we have to put a little bit of the blame on ourselves because a lot of what we do, uh, some of us aren't willing to necessarily put a whole lot on the line when it comes to these things. I can tell you really right now, if the 12 to, and I would say more than, uh, you're looking at allegedly 12% of, of African Americans in the U.S., which I think is probably a, maybe a little bit more, 13% or whatever it is, with other marginalized communities, if we were to go out and really do something in mass numbers, there's nothing they could do about it. So the reality of it is, is that basically if you can have someone to control you that way mentally and other ways, then, you know, there, there's some degree of, of fault that we have to accept when it comes to allowing some of these things that are happening within, you know, within, uh, you know, within our community. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there is obvious, and then what grows into this whole, whole idea of hopelessness uh, for people uh, and, and when it comes to, to fighting back and what the consequences are. I mean, you know, obviously individuals aren't willing to do it because they may feel like, hey, you know, if I go out here and, and I start, you know, protesting or making it, you know, doing things that are, that are over the top, then am I going to lose everything that I have in the process? Mm -hmm. Am I going to get arrested? Are they going to come after me? Am I going to have a bullseye on my back? I mean, you know, those are conversations that we have to have because, the reality of it is, is that talking is, you know, is one thing, but and we have a lot of talk. I mean, people talk a big game, yes, and we, we and, we, and there is a lot of now. There's more places to talk than anywhere else, <laughs> but at the same time, you're Real you're talk. seeing you're seeing a significant increase in the nonsense that is going on. Yes, I mean, for me, it is a it's a thing. It's a daily reminder for me because I spend. A great deal of my time, you know, in in the courtrooms, in the criminal courtrooms, and you know, I clearly see that these individuals are not necessarily what I would say. I'm not mad about the prosecutions. I'm just mad about the obvious uh, unfairness of it and the things that these individuals do. And and just because you see white supremacy play its way out in the criminal justice system and the criminal justice system just happens to be the last stronghold of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. That as we said last week, if, 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 if the criminal justice system was fair, then they would, you know, that's, that's where they control you. Mm -hmm. If it was fair, then they would lose. And I think that we have to understand that these people who are doing these things, that they're just absolutely, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse is being, you know, postured as a hero by people like the Proud Boys yes, and these white supremacists, but they're cowards. Yes, they're sir. just absolutely cowards. And the reason yes, why they do the things that they do is because if, the, if, the, if it was fair, they wouldn't fare well. That's Not really what all. it boils down to. If Not if the, if this was fair, you have to go. You have to create us. The judge is doing what it's doing in Cal Rittenhouse because they realize that maybe you know. When, what do you think happened in the O.J. Simpson case? You see, they lost their mind. 
And people still lose their mind about the O.J. Simpson case. Mm -hmm. The reality of it is that, I mean, the O.J. Simpson case was, you know, the, the system was broken because, of, because they feel like somebody who did something got away. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, and we mm -hmm. forget about they lost their mind. They sure did. They lost their ever-living <laughs> mind when they saw that that system worked for, you know, somebody of color. The same way when we saw they used, tried to use the system against um, uh, Bill Cosby. And then when Bill Cosby got out, then they thought that there was some, you know, their issue. That, and mm -hmm. you see, they did, they, when they convicted him, they did it, you know, they did it wrongfully. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't follow the rules. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I mean, it, you know, we we're just dealing with this with this issue and dealing with the criminal justice system, and, and but I still think that you know, how can people in this system sit there and be quiet and allow this stuff to happen? I mm. mean, it, it's just it's it is just sad. These people are just so. I think the thing that that uh, that annoys me the most is that how cowardly these people are. Yes, sir. these are just absolute cowards. Just like, and that's another thing about Kyle Rittenhouse that reminds me, he, the way he went out there and started shooting unarmed people, they can relate to him because mm -hmm. he is a coward. He was shooting unarmed people. Now he's claiming self-defense, mm -hmm. right? That's what they do. Mm -hmm. What he did is what they do, and, and, and they, they're, they're holding him up, and he's a hero to these people because he's doing exactly what they what they do right those are cowardly things that that's going on so you know how do you deal with a coward who's scared for there to be equality i mean for me and as we talked about this before and i'll continue to say this and i'm just going to be strong i'm strong 110 percent behind this you know every day i wake up and there I know that I come from greatness. As humbly as I can say that, that's the way I feel. When I go to bed at night, I know that I come from greatness. There's never been a day in my entire life that I ever wanted to wake up to look any different than the way that I am. There's never been a day that I woke up and, and, and felt like I got the short end of the stick. Right. Um, when I wake up every day and I walk into a courtroom and sometimes being the only black man in the courtroom, I feel very special. And I feel very special because I know that there are individuals in that courtroom who hate me. They just absolutely can't stand me for two reasons. Number one is I'm a proud African-American man. And number two I'm not going to kowtow to anybody, right? You may not like me, but I can guarantee you one thing. You're going to respect me or we're just going to have a problem. And so we need more of that. We need to make, you need, we need to make sure that people understand that they're kings and they're coming, again, they're coming after kings. Nobody, comes at, nobody goes after uh, people that, as we, we said a million times, they don't go after just any, uh, nobody can do something. Ain't that right, Rosen? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Huh? So... So, you know, I think that we have to begin there. And once we begin there and as we start moving, then, you know, maybe things will change. Huh? Yeah. Well, they will ultimately change. Yeah, change is evidence. Right. You know, but, you know, as my kids say, and I said it before, you're going to get it. And when you get it, you're going to get it good. But at any rate, please do not touch that dial. We'll be back for Justice Watch on the other side of the break. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049. 
or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew, where we're continuing on our discussion uh, regarding the Rittenhouse trial and the uh, and the Ash, the Arbery. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So at any rate, so talk to me. Well, hey, brother Ali, I would like to say one thing, and the reason why I think that unknown that I qualified earlier, and you made some outstanding points. Look. These people in this system are becoming triggers to people. And the way humanistically we function, when we deal with those triggers in life, this is what causes mental imbalance. And so if I got a trigger that's constantly triggering me every time I step into a situation, every time I see a situation, I want to find some degree of wellness from that trigger. And somewhere in the process, because of that wellness and because of the fact I want to restore, have some type of normalized restoration, I'm going to do everything I can to alleviate that trigger. And that's psychologically inbred in us biologically as well as psychologically. This is why I'm really fearful of what this thing is going to come to, because too many people are being triggered in this country and have no recourse in terms of what to do. And those people want to uh, uh, receive a degree of wellness somewhere in the process. And when people are psychologically imbalanced, they are going to do anything to feel well and to feel safe. And I think, I think we're coming to an, an endpoint conclusion somewhere in this process that's not going to be dealt with by normal logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you say? You know, <clears throat> you know, going back to what I was saying before I, I you know, before the last break, when I talked about that flat, mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem that we have now is that a lot of individuals are scared of that sacrifice that needs to be made. I don't think we're going to get nowhere if we don't have those individuals that make that type of sacrifice that they made back in the 60s. It's just not going to happen. I mean... We can see that the marching, the singing, and and all of that stuff has gotten us nowhere, absolutely nowhere. And like you say, that once one case come about, like the George Floyd case, it dies down. This case is going to eventually die down. The only way that people are really going to listen is that that medicine that they dishing out is that they receive the same type of dosage. But, look, but, but now, real quickly, Brother Ali, look at the mental health condition of this country. It's just worse than it's ever been. And we are not dealing with that psychological component uh, that keeps people balanced. I always say my balance is to stay, my challenge is to stay balanced. And too many people, the reason why so many things are going awry all over this place is because of that mental health. And when you add to that mental health destruction, you're going to get more canceristic uh, destruction at the end of the day. And if we don't do something to create some degree of wellness, and this is what the system does not understand, mm-hmm. when you con- continuously aggravate people to the point to where they feel they have no stability, they're going to crack somewhere in the process. Mm-hmm. What you say, Rosa? I mean, I think that I agree. You, you want, I, I, I can't hear you. People that are in this, not for the moment, you know, not to, for an Instagram post or a Facebook post, but Mm. people who genuinely believe in the cause of making sure that these laws, policies, and that the system changes. But we also need people that stop internalizing racism 
to the point that they feel so scared to be who they were meant to be in this world. You know, like you were saying, Mr. Ali, there's definitely a lot of people out there, you know, who have internalized this racism, who feel so minuscule, even though they are kings and queens, like you mentioned. And to Mr. Bilal's point, we definitely do need to address mental health issues in this country. The fact that a 17-year-old can go out there, point a gun at people, and kill people, and claim self-defense at the end of the day, that's an issue of the heart. That's an issue of the mind that Mm -hmm. has to change. And we need to address this because this is a 17-year-old, 18-year-old man now. You know, these are Gen Zers. Where have we failed then? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, you said, yeah, I mean, um, when you, you know, take a look at, um, you know, because we, I think it was, was, when did we do the mental health show? Was that last week or the week before? The week before. Yeah, Yeah. so we we had the show on on the mental health and, you know, I mean, we are obviously we we are a, a, a sick nation, uh, you know, without yes, question. Sir. I mean, it's just that the you know basically the the whole the sickness of of this the idea of racism. Yes, I mean, sir. these individuals are not racism is a is a misnomer. It's not racism. It's just that these people are mentally sick. Yes, sir. They're, they're really psychotic. Yes, sir. And so you know what you're dealing with is you're dealing with people who are, you know you know running the criminal justice system and many of those individuals are basically you know they are sick i mean that's that mm-hmm. that's just a sickness and and where sometimes when you are in a in a situation where you are uh targeted by these sick people i mean you know it it's just and they've it's become so normal that we think that what they're doing yeah. is is a normal thing but what they're doing is an abnormal thing i mean we live in a sick world altogether, but we definitely have individuals in this country like rittenhouse and so Mm -hmm. he's a he but the thing that we go back to is understanding really you know we at some point we might have to get out of the disneyland phase (laughs) and what i mean by that is you know we still have romanticized our system and and it's sad because we all want to believe in a system in what we've done because everybody's given so much and sacrificed so much for the system right Mm -hmm. and the idea of it because it's all about an idea we're all hopeful you know Mm -hmm. uh that it will change because we know that when we think about some of the things about the greatness of this country it is about great ideals and 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 the moments that we've seen flashes of it, but at the same time, I think it's clear that we live in a in a in a country that is unfortunately has so many individuals who are, you know, uh, and and again, I I keep, I hate to beat a dead horse, but but using the word sick, I mean it it, it is what it is, so to speak. Uh, and as we we talked about, you know, doing the things that they did you know, in the 60s or, you know, before that or, or whatever. I mean, you know, um, I'm, and, and not to disparage, you know, our forefathers who did what they could to survive, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even up to, to that point. 
but the fact that we allowed those those sick people to derail us even yeah. during that period of time yeah um you know i mean it's it's it, it's crazy but I mean, again, I mean, just going back to individuals and doing the things that we that we need to do and and understanding who we really are, I think is is a is a positive. I think that the minds that that and when you talked about earlier about the minds, I think that a lot of what's happening with individuals within our communities or many different marginalized communities is that um, they, you know, they're lost. Hmm. You know, they don't really know, you know, they talk about it, they know, but it's like, what do I do about it? Mm-hmm. And then you, um, uh, and then you begin to start believing the hype and just start thinking that you, you're, you're not worth, you're not worth anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a difficult, difficult situation, but I mean, the bottom line is, is that my, my belief and what I think is that whenever you are in a privileged position, you should use that position to do good. That's right. Right? And, cool. and I don't think that we need to start patting people on the back just because they're black. I think we need to start patting people on the, black, on the back who are actually out here doing something. Yes, sir. And, and you know, and, I, yes, and what, this is the warning that I have to people. And I'm telling you this not as a threat. I'm just telling you this because I love you. If you don't change, they're going to change you. Trust me. You know, good stuff. But at any rate, please do not. I mean, please. Wait a minute. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, same channel. Until that time, stay blessed. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. The following program on KCAA is pre-recorded. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Mann.